Welcome to the Booktopia podcast. I'm Ben Hunter, the chief fiction buyer at Booktopia, and I'm here with Sarah McDueling, who's the fiction buyer, but she's also our chief Moriarty fan and expert <laughs> in the building. And we are delighted to be seated with Nicola Moriarty, who has just handed in and um, is launching the X. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's a total pleasure. Um, do you want to get us started by um, telling us when you got into writing? I understand you've done uh, a whole bunch of things in your life and came to writing a little bit later. Yes, correct. Um, yes. When did writing begin? And then when did this book begin in your world? Sure. Okay. So writing did begin for me at a young age. So um, when I was in primary school, I was a big reader and I loved uh, doing stories at school and that was always my favourite thing to do at school. Um, and I thought that I would grow up to be a uh, writer and illustrator of children's books um, was my plan when I was really young, um, but I couldn't really draw. So, um, you know, that yeah. wouldn't so much have worked out. Um, and then I think uh, throughout school and high school, even though I still enjoyed writing and English was my favourite subject, I don't think I really knew how you would go about becoming a writer. It didn't, it felt like the most, you know, this impossible dream kind of job. So I didn't really pursue it. And I left school and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to go to uni. I just wanted to get a job and get out there. Mm. Um, and that's when I just started cycling through all sorts of different careers. Um, I did, you know, admin and reception. I worked for IT companies. Um, I did marketing, sales, did door-to-door sales and telemarketing as well, um, worked for a chocolate company. I started my own gift hamper business. I became wow. a swimming teacher. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I just, I was, yeah, really all over the place. Um, and then obviously um, first my sister Jacqueline uh, got published. And so that one was when I was about 18, I think. Um, and I remember being just in awe of her about that, you know, discovering that, oh, somebody I know can, can do this mm. magical thing. Um, and then a few years after that, then Leanne got published as well. And then I was starting to go, hang on a sec. Um, <laughs> Where's my book yeah. deal? <laughs> um, and then I slowly just started to, I just thought, well, I just want to get back into writing for the joy of it. Um, and so I started writing and I think it was at a time in my life as well where I was feeling a bit down. So I was using it as a bit of a cathartic um, thing to kind of get through some downtimes and I was writing a story which I uh, thought would just be a short story but when I finished it I kind of looked at it and went this doesn't feel like a short story it feels like the beginning of something else and that became the first chapter of my first book Um, and so yeah I just kind of kept going with it kept working on it very slowly I didn't admit to myself for a long time that I was trying to write a book because I didn't want to scare myself away from it but at a certain point I went right how many words do I need to and I googled how many words yeah, in a book yeah and then I got the answer of a hundred thousand and went right that's my aim and I'm just going to keep going and so it took me I think two or three years um before I had a finished book and then yeah very tentatively showed it to my sisters as I did one too <laughs> what do you think um yeah and then eventually got my first book deal um, but to answer the second part of your question about this book now, um, the X, uh, this book came about, actually, this one is a really hard one to explain how I come up, came up with the idea 
without spoilers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've been stressing about this. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's my own fault. Um, you have to be super vague. Such a yeah, you've done it. I actually book. first heard you speak about this book at the Southern Highlands Writers Festival. Oh, okay, yeah, you did. It's, I did you it did then. do it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I able, it was like vague but tantalizing. Okay, cool. <laughs> all right. I need to uh, remember what I said. I should have written it down. I should have had a plan. Um, so anyway, so this book is about uh, two uh, women. Um, so a woman who has started a new relationship um, with a guy, and he seems um, pretty perfect. Perfect, um, but he has an ex-girlfriend who he's still living with, um, and that's the sort of drawback that's making her go, oh, you know, should I really be pursuing this relationship? Um, but he seems worth it, so she decides to, yeah, uh, give it a go, but the ex-girlfriend slowly starts to cause problems for them and get more and more obsessive and leaving nasty notes for her and following her and so on, um, and it's, uh, big build up until the point where um the first woman decides it's time to confront her so that's I and think then that's a bunch of stuff happens yeah a bunch of stuff <laughs> yes um yeah it is incredibly gripping and we yeah i just don't know how to <laughs> it is hard to speak <laughs> about without it. spoilers mm. um, and sarah is our spoiler queen um, <laughs> yeah because there's a thing i want to say and i'm in turning it over in my mind going is this a spoilery comment i don't I know think what it you is mean. i, and yeah. I feel like i know what you're probably wanting to talk let me about ask because, let me ask this yeah. question um this what what baffles me is is how how you craft the, these novels that that keep readers on the edge of their seat and they and they keep you just keep guessing and trying to work out where it's going to go and how do you how do you hold back the truth and then and then drop it you know what what's the craft there? how do you approach writing one of these yeah i think um a lot of it comes from um you know the editing process afterwards because when i did the first draft of this book i was a lot more um obvious about the twists that were going to come and i was kind of thinking uh, that I was going with, okay, so this is going to be something where the reader pretty much knows what's going mm. on, but, you know, the character doesn't know is what my plan was. But then in the editing process, we ended up kind of, you know, with the help of the publishers, they were kind of going, no, 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 we don't want to know yet. So um, there was a lot of changes throughout about pulling back on that. And, um, yeah, so that it was more about, you know, um, Still, I you know I still like the idea of the little hints here and there of you know something else you is going on. Got a foreshadow. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and it was hard to pull it right back. Um, and it's also and then it's hard because yourself as the writer, you know what's going on, and so you're trying to read it with fresh eyes and trying to see whether or not am I giving things away, am I not, and am I doing it too early? Um, but yeah, for me, it's not so much about the planning because I don't like to plan too much ahead. I prefer to just write so that mm. that way the story gets a chance to kind of, you know, possibly go somewhere that I didn't expect it to go. And so then it's more about the fixing afterwards in order to make it all work. Mm. Yeah. Sharpening and sharpening and sharpening. Yes. Many drafts. Yes. Yes. I see. Um, the, this, this, this book is kind of sits at the fore of a whole um, subgenre that's kind of exploding out I guess you'd call it domestic thriller. Yep. Um, you know, uh, very intimate relationships that are um, riddled with secrets and uh, um, 
they leave you questioning <laughs> everyone around <laughs> you and fearing the people in your own home. Um, it, it's 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 just exploded and it's now on television as well in yep. a very big way. Um, what what do you think might be bringing that about? What do you think is driving that? Oh, um, that's a good question. I think maybe uh, yeah, a bit of a a shift in what people want to read. And I suppose that that seems to happen all the time, doesn't it? Where there's different genres that suddenly take off and, you know, and if you could predict it, then yeah, you could kind of plan the next bestseller ready for the start of the next one that's going to take off. Um, I don't know if it's a bit about, you know, um, things going on in the world at the moment, meaning that, you know, uh, certain issues around, um, uh, toxic masculinity mm. and Me Too movements and things like that, making people want to read about these kinds of issues as well. Um, but as far as the actual, yeah, that subgenre kind of taking off, um, I'm not really sure what, I yeah. Think I think it's being led by is, women. It's definitely yeah. a thing. And I, yeah, I think you're right, Sarah. I think perhaps, um, you we've held up a fiction for a long time in which, um, the man is always a source of truth and is the trust, the trusted one, unless he's overtly evil and a brute. Yeah. Um, and he's, he'll often be an international spy or a cop. <laughs> um, um, yeah. You know, and, and like, I love those stories and I'm yep. making some sweeping generalizations. Women can write amazing stories like that. Mm. But I think when you have a wave of um, women who are like, I'm going to write the scariest, most disturbing thriller I can, they bring it close to home. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, um, mm. and I think it's fascinating for people because what's scarier, like the idea of being chased across several countries by the CIA, which is like exciting interesting, but, but not highly relatable, yep. um, or the idea that someone very close to you is like a psychopath or pl- planning to murder you or you're planning to murder someone in your family, like something really close to home. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe, yeah, maybe as well it's just been building from, because I guess a lot of the books that you might have just called like a standard drama, that kind of thing, um, has maybe always had just those little hints of a bit of suspense or a mm. bit of or a good twist in it and maybe it's just a kind of slow build from that that it's built up from being a smaller twist to let's make the twist raise the stakes bigger. yeah raise yeah. the stakes yeah so maybe that's part of it yeah i don't know i mean whatever's causing it i'm liking it a lot that is definitely for certain um when does this book uh fit in with um you've now written a whole a, a series as a bunch of books um mm-hmm. when does it fit together and, and perhaps what do you think you'll be writing next oh, writing okay i'm so glad you asked that question i always <laughs> want to know what's next what's next <laughs> yeah um yeah so i do have um a next book underway um very early stages at the moment although i feel like i should be further along in the writing than i am um don't tell harper collins that um they'll never know this is not being recorded <laughs> Um, so the next book, uh, opens, um, on Christmas Eve, uh, with a major car accident on a freeway, um, and, uh, three or four cars, I'm, I'm still deciding exactly how many cars are involved, <laughs> I'm working on that, um, yes, a big car accident, um, and the, uh, realisation that the cars, I don't think this is giving anything away. I'm pretty sure that will come up early in the story. This is the plan. Um, a realization 
that the people in the cars are actually all part of the same extended family. Oh, wow. So traveling in convoy on Christmas Eve to go away for Christmas. And so, um, and then it'll kind of go back and explore, uh, this family, what's going on in this family and what happened to cause this car accident. So, and there's going to be, you know, obviously lots of secrets and, and things going on behind the scenes with this family that, you know, um, different, uh, potential reasons for why this has happened to them. So that sounds very, yes, very intriguing. Terrific. Mm. Um, and holiday appropriate for, for a Christmas release. Yes. Just trying to go with that. Yes. Um, I've got to ask about the family. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, when you have, you know, when you have a get together, a books just off the table. Do you not talk about each other's writing, or, or uh, are your sisters or one of your sisters is that like the first person you go to when you have writing? As and what about the writers reader? in the family versus the non-writers yes. in the family? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when we all get together, so usually it's you know the whole family, you know catch-ups for you know somebody's birthday or mother's day or something like that um definitely we do talk about writing and talk about books um the two sisters who are not writers um i think they they're both big readers as well and they're mm. great readers of our books as well um and one in particular is a really good uh, really good at picking up errors as well which is really nice to have just that extra set of eyes um and so generally I don't think they mind us all talking about writing um they definitely do get annoyed with the people who come up to them and say so when are you going to write a book oh god that would be so annoying (laughs) yeah no no no, that's not my thing and that's enough um and yeah so which is fair enough um but yeah so we definitely chat books and chat writing um I usually will go to them if I'm stuck, like with, with the ex. Um, there was a point, um, probably about three quarters of the way through where I suddenly had a big panic and went, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing with it. And I was thinking about making this massive change with the whole plan for the book. And I called my sister Jackie and and went, okay, let me just give you a quick rundown. This is what the book is. This is what I'm going to change. And she was very good and calming and she was going, just stick with what you originally had because that sounds really good and I think you're panicking for no reason. (laughs) And it was just nice to have that, you know, somebody I could go to and just give a quick kind of rundown of what was going on and she was just, yeah, very good at kind of pulling me back down and I went, oh, yeah, you're right, okay, I'll just keep going and it's fine. (laughs) So, and it's, yeah, and I feel really lucky to have, you know, sisters who I can go to with that kind of thing if I'm, yeah, suddenly stressed or worried. I always intend on getting them early copies um, of the book, but I always write right up until the very last moment before deadline and I never seem to have the time. And then I go, <laughs> oh, well, it's already gone to the publishers now, so wait for the next version. And then I do the same thing again and go right up to that deadline and go, oh, wait for the next version because it's going to get changed anyway. And then it, they don't end up reading it till it's completely done and finished and too late. Um, but, yeah, one it's of these days. It's that way. Though. Maybe, maybe they it are is. sounding boards. And yeah, that's the true. most valuable, like, 
Yeah, I think I could yeah, see it's how better it would to work just that get way. that yeah, yeah that little bit of advice here and there rather than here's a whole book yeah, and from a distance. Yeah, 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 I think so. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, the only thing we ever do um, fight over is ownership of family anecdotes. All oh, right. And, yeah, <laughs> or when, or even just when when we do all get together and one of the other sisters might start telling like an interesting story of something that happened with a school mum or something. And you have to be the first one to go, that's mine. <laughs> I'm taking that story for the next book. And then you get the, oh, the eyes me. at you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one uh, one of my sisters has been working as a food um, a taste tester. Oh. Um, and so uh, Jackie immediately went, taste I'm it, taking... Like a food like, reviewer? Or, uh, or, no, like, like, test, oh, or like, like um, testing food before it... Um, like in packaged food? Yeah, like, like, like products Quality assurance? Things. Yeah, products and like as in uh, like they have like a big group of people to kind of test the oh, quality. Like, yeah, oh, like a um, of, focus um, group. Yeah, that kind of thing. But as, ah. a, yeah, as a full-time kind of... Um, that sounds like job. a great That's job. That's a great yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows um, that? But Jackie immediately <laughs> went, I'm taking that career for one of my books um so yeah that wow. was a quick that career is off the table basically um, Damn. so yeah you get the next one yeah i think so i think that's it seems to be a trigger draw thing it's whoever jumps on it yeah first. it is or dibs. although sometimes then it comes it can be dibs but then if somebody gets it in their book and it gets published first then it's it's too Seems bad to it's yep yeah, i well i made it happen first so yeah yeah <laughs> very much <laughs> um, if you'll indulge us, we've, we're, this has been so much fun, but I want to do some quick fire questions. Sure. Okay. The last book you read and adored? Um, Tess Woods. Um, love Another Battles? Love Another Battles, oh, yes. Terrific. Yes, loved it. Um, where do you write and at what time of day? I write, usually I go to, there's two different cafes where I go, um, one right next to my kid's school, um, and so I'll try and get there maybe around about midday have some lunch and write right up until the school bell and then I can just walk next door and there's a lovely uh the owner is so lovely he'll give me free cups of coffee oh. and yeah oh that's that was going to be my follow-up question to that is like what's the bill like if you're in yeah the I know well yeah he is he's um very generous with the free <laughs> coffees because it's more than what I would get if you had your card stamped and so and quite often I go to him no 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 you can't give me a freebie today because I don't want you to go out of business because you're giving away too much free coffee, but he's just lovely. And, he should yeah. get a cut of the royalty. That's how should do. <laughs> he should be in a book, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have neat tricks or um, writing quotas, anything like that, to um, keep the flow going? Oh, um, not really. I get. I often get stuck, and, and I can be stuck as well for – weeks at a time and and really lose my motivation and really start procrastinating um the latest thing that i've had to do especially when there's a new book coming out and you're nervous about how it's going to go and so literally just the other night i had to say to my husband could you please block these sites on my computer because i keep going to check like i'm going to have a look at amazon oh see how's how's the ranking and and also to Booktopia to see where's it sitting there as well. Like just, <laughs> is it looking good? Um, and Goodreads as well. And yeah, I, I just was starting to get a little bit obsessive about looking at all these things and mm. checking because you're so nervous about a new book going out and the how it's going to do. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not following the instructions because this was quick 
fire questions and I'm no, just but I think it, going, I think no, no, I think it's um, a, a valid thing. You, you get so worked up in yeah. the reception of any because you spend so many hours alone. Or yes. with, you know, just a few people working on this huge thump of pages. Yeah. And the internet is right scary. there. Yeah. Full of information. Yeah. And yeah. Um, people's You're right opinions. to get those <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'd call that sort of a trick, um, which was, yeah, and the idea came from Tess, actually. We were chatting on Facebook and, and talking about the stress of that. So, um, mm. yeah, it was actually her idea. And so, then I went to my husband because I'm no good with... Um, IT and I'm like just take these things away from me so that now I can just focus and go okay I need to work on the next book that's what I should be focusing on um and I I actually had just the other day my psychologist appointment and I was telling her about this and about these obsessive tendencies and about you know you start to get really down on yourself because you're not going like I'm not writing when I should be writing um and her advice so I don't know if this is helpful as another trick but her advice was okay um, you know, you're probably thinking in your head, I need to write three hours or four hours a day, and instead you're doing zero because it looks too big. So instead go um, write for, uh, aim for 10 minutes a day. And she said it might seem like nothing, but it's doable, so you can just sit down and do your 10 minutes. Um, and then she said 10 minutes once a day over seven days is still a lot more than you trying for three hours and not hitting it mm. and she said and then hopefully eventually it will you know you'll sit down and do your 10 minutes and get to the end and go no I'm feeling good I'll keep going so yeah has um, been an achievable goal yes yeah exactly yeah achievable goal so um I'm feeling excited now with all these things in place about blocks on sites that I shouldn't be looking at <laughs> and um a plan for how much I'm gonna aim for and I'm hoping that that's gonna get me forward so yeah it wasn't a, a good quick answer to <laughs> Tips okay. and tricks. That no, was a very so, long, no, involved answer, okay. and they're that's not right. not good tricks there. No, they're good, good tricks. <laughs> I, I think they're very good tricks. Oh, thank you. Um, what was the f- what? Well, this is a good question. Um, what's the first thing you go and do with yourself after you've delivered a finished book? Oh, um, I have in the past had um, like you know something like a really nice triple chocolate brownie or a good cookie and coffee and that kind of thing because quite often it seems to kind of happen that I'll I'll send it off about you know because I'll be kind of getting it right up until deadline so it might be just before five o'clock so it's you know perfect time for that afternoon something to really kind of treat myself yeah I know you're right actually it should be cocktail hour it is getting close to that yeah yeah Yeah. depends on my mood sometimes (laughs) I'd go for that but it just seems to have worked out that the times that I have delivered a book and and often I think as well because I often am finishing them in a cafe where there are delicious things available right there yes (laughs) yes so that's what it seems to have worked out (laughs) um who's the first person you have as a trusted reader Oh, well, it's supposed to be my husband and he has been in so much trouble over the past year or so that I've been trying to get him to read the X and he actually started on a previous draft and was so slow that there was a new draft done before he was, he was about halfway through. Um, I, I, I should give him some credit because he is trying to run his own business. So fair <laughs> enough. He is very busy. 
Um, but oh, he was getting so much trouble because I kept saying, "I'm you're supposed to be reading this so I can ask you questions about it and you can help me with it." And he kept going, "Yeah, I'll get, I'll get, oh, I'll get through it, I'll get through it." And then eventually it was, "Okay, I'm going to have to stop this one and start the new version because now it's clearly changed too much." And so he literally only just finally finished reading it uh, a week ago. Um, and so and throughout that time so since obviously lots of other people have then have read it before he finished it so each time like a friend messaged me and said you know I finished you know thanks for because I did then send a few friends you know early copies as I got them and so you've been guilting him the whole time yes very much so each time I'd get a message I'd go oh hey Steve um Alex finished my book last night hey Steve Kate finished my book last night and he'd go, I'm sorry. Um, but he is a very, very nice husband, so I shouldn't be too mean to him, but he's just a slow reader. Um, what was your favourite children's book? Oh, uh, that's an easy one. The Balloon Tree um, by uh, Phoebe. Uh, I said it was an easy one and now I'm trying to remember her full name. I think Phoebe Gilman. I say and I feel like I should check that but anyway it was a yeah a beautiful um picture book uh that I borrowed from the library um in primary school over and over and over again until the librarian gave it to me oh Oh, good librarian (laughs) yeah that's such a beautiful story Um, and I've still got it and so and I have tried to get my children to love it as much as me but they they, they're like yeah this is nice but can we read something else now so (sighs) but it's just a beautiful book favorite reading or writing snack um so definitely cappuccino and i think dark chocolate yeah dark yeah. chocolate's really good yeah not too much sugar just yeah dark hit. mint chocolate as oh, well yes, I like. I'm with yeah. You. yeah um the nicest thing anyone's ever said to you about your writing oh um there was i'm sure there's i'm sure there's Countless nice, yeah, yeah, nice things. Like I, I don't mean as in, oh, I'm sure so many people love my writing, but it's I mean, a I feel question though, yeah, because like... I feel like, oh, what if I miss, you know, somebody close to me who said something really nice? But the one that jumps out to me was from my second book. Um, there was a reviewer um, called Ink Crush is her book blog, um, who just and because my second book um, was a lot about postnatal depression and and I was using my own experience with postnatal depression, um, so it, it felt very close to me that book. So that was Paper Chains, um, and she wrote a review about how it reached felt out to her as well, and she said um, she said it felt like uh, she suddenly felt like she could release a lot of her own. Um, guilt and things that she hadn't even realized she'd been holding on to. And just having that, it just made me feel wonderful that I kind of went, well, I've, I've reached somebody with it. So, um, yeah, that That's review beautiful. is just one of my – and it was a beautifully written review as well. Like she mm-hmm. had a lot of just really nice lines in there, the kind of review where I'm like, oh, I want that quote, I want that quote, I want that Aww. quote. Um, so lovely. it was just lovely and, it, yeah, just it felt like I'm doing the right thing. The yeah. done its job. Yeah. That's, that's great. One more. Um, is there any uh, one bit of advice you've received or one bit of advice that you give to other writers that's pointed and stuck with you? Yeah. Um, maybe, would it be uh, probably about the self-doubt, and I'm trying to think what the advice is about the self-doubt because that's one of my biggest struggles as an mm. author is the self-doubt of and the constant um even when things are going well, you're always looking for the next 
thing. Like, okay, I've got this book finished, so that's great, but is it going to sell well? And then, okay, this book is selling well, but now I've got to work on the next book. And will I get a publishing deal for the next book? And will I, you know, will I get good reviews? You know, so it's sales, reviews, publishing deal, everything, and it's so constant. So maybe the advice would be um, to take a step back and look at what you have achieved and and be proud of how far you have come instead of um, because I often forget to do that I often forget to go well actually you know I've I've written a few books now and and they've been published and that's great and so I should be proud of that and I should be happy about that instead of being oh I, you know of, yeah, yeah. Uh, this hasn't happened or that hasn't happened or um, yeah, so maybe it would be to, yeah, just, Balance um, those things. Yeah, 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 and feel good about, you know, there's nothing wrong with striving for more, but not if it, it takes away from your chance to actually get to enjoy what you have done. So yeah, even if you're not published, but you've written a book, be proud of the fact that you've written a book because that's a big accomplishment. Or even if you haven't written a book, but you want to, you know, be proud of the short stories that you've written or the plan that you've got to write a book. So at whatever stage you are, there are things to be proud of and happy about. That's such great advice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for coming in today and being so generous. Um, Thank you. really enjoyed this. Um, Nila Moriarty is the author of The X, which is published by Collins, and it is available right now from your local bookshop or online at booktopia.com.au. Thanks for listening to the Booktopia podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if your eyeballs need a workout, check us out on YouTube at Booktopia TV. And don't forget for all books featured on this episode and all episodes of the Booktopia podcast, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore at www.booktopia.com.au. Thanks for listening.